On today's episode of Wild Takes, we're going to take you through our wild takes per usual. Do stick taps and take a lap. No guests today, but what we're going to do is we're going to break down this week's Minnesota Wild action, some of the news we got coming on, and give you our predictions as to where the Minnesota Wild are going to sit by the end of the week. Stay tuned. Let's go. It's going to find this ad read. I know I have it, and I always lose it. I need to just favorite it. That's what I need to do. Did you see Timo Meyer only got one shift in the third period the other night? Strange. Uh, he plays for New Jersey now? Oh, that's... Is that right? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I thought... He does. He definitely yeah. does. They're, they got a good roster, and Timo Meyer's a great player. Oh. Now I want to tell you about 10,000 Takes partnership with Underdog Fantasy. I want to tell you about the easiest way to get some action on sports is Underdog Fantasy and their Pick'em game. Just pick higher or lower on your favorite or least favorite player's stats. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. Pick between two to five players to fill out your Pick'em entry. Get every pick right, and you, baby, get to take home some cold, hard cash. Use the code 10K today and get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. Once again, that's code 10k on the underdog app or go to www.underdogfantasy.com or click the link in the bio to get your first deposit doubled on underdog today ladies and gentlemen welcome back to another episode of wild takes i am your host marlo joined with me today is going to be zooch zooch how the hell is your week been you know, it's uh, it's been good. I, I don't know how I feel about being so close. This might get a little nasty <laughs> in the pod today. Yeah, I'm hoping. Luck, the unfortunate thing is, we had a bit of a I had a bit of a family issue that came up. This is being recorded ahead of time as a heads up, but um, so we had a bit of a family issue. Cam is not here today to produce the podcast as well. Too, we're being attacked by bees. We wanted to show off the full studio as well too, because where Zooch normally sits, we have just a gorgeous bubble hockey machine mm-hmm. now inside of the studio, courtesy of Sarge. Sarge ends up editing our blogs he's one of the funnier dudes out there willing to put it all on the bit as you've seen from his naked photos covered by the 10k hat the guy is just an absolute animal and was able to bring it in here and we're hopefully going to get some content generated around that with guests that we bring into the studio so if you happen to listen to wild takes and you're a minnesota wild media member you just want to come in and play some bubble hockey you shoot us a message slide into those dms get sexy with it you know, I was thinking yesterday, we were talking a little bit between uh, Jack and Jake. We should do a little 10K league with that. Like do a little uh, a little, a little league where you have like 10 guys, split Ooh. it in the divisions, and make content from that. A little pod versus pod action? Yeah, I, I mean, think that might be the play. Yeah, I figure think that could be some good content. Figure out, out who's the best out of all of us. That'd be mm-hmm. absolutely fantastic. And as you guys know at home as well, too, your Minnesota Wild just beat... The Montreal Canadiens five to two. It was five to two, right? Five two. Five two was the final score. Uh, if you guys don't know, we like I said, we're recording this ahead of time. We're recording this on Tuesday. Minnesota Wild play tonight. Unfortunately, we can't get this podcast live until Thursday. So, game highlights from the Montreal game: Mark Andre Fleury, Fleury he played stood out, out of his, his head, out of his mind. You see that one save? It was oh like early God. in the second. Yeah, back door. Kirby Doc is out. So <laughs> it was uh, it was uh, um, Gallagher <laughs> or back. Cole Caulfield. Cole. I think it might have. It was been. Cole. maybe Goldfield. Yeah. There. He ended up like dangling himself around John yep, Merrill, yep. but but Flurry came up huge, huge stick save, I believe. Yeah, yeah. right off the knob of yeah, the paddle. I think so. um, we watched the game. This is the reaction. Um, yeah, so Minnesota Wild take obviously took on Montreal Canadiens. Like I said, whizzes ahead of time. I think they're going to win the game. 
Like we don't need to bullshit anymore. Like yeah. the Wild should take that one home. Kirby Doc is out. Uh, Matt, we Boldy are playing is out. eleven and six. <laughs> you know, we, yeah. we are down. We are down a man. But yeah. you know what that means? More Kaprizov. More Kaprizov on the ice. Let's get him going. Let's get him a couple Genos tonight. I think it'll be good for him. Yeah, which I think so. Going up in this episode as well, too, we're going to preview the Thursday game, or as you guys are listening to it, tonight's game. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the game on Saturday as well, too, because your Minnesota Wild end up taking on LA. And they end up taking on Columbus. Fiala's coming back home. Ooh, it's going to be crazy. Faber, Faber against his, uh, the team that drafted him, too. So which is, I get to watch him. It's going to be a lot of revenge games, essentially. Yeah. But that's, I think, where we can dive into our wild takes sure. right off the bat, if sure. you're okay with that. Sure. I'm going to give you mine. Okay. My wild take is that the Minnesota Wild will Brent Burns, Brock Faber. He will play on the offense here Ooh. at some point. Because one of the things, well, one of the things the I want to... The cap situation is just dire. screwed. It is so bad. They <laughs> even bad. Russo made comments about how, like, Dakota Mermis, unless he can jump up and play forward, the Wilds are dropped. There's nothing. There's we, literally we can't, nothing. We like literally it. can't... Call, we, we, were, we talked about preseason. Uh, Sammy Walker, mm-hmm. uh, Kyra, and all these guys. It's like, wow, we got this depth players that if someone gets injured, we're fine because these set. guys can set up or step up and play. And now it's like, we can't even call them up we can't even afford them yeah sure enough there is God. absolutely nothing and then like one of the comments i ended up saying they were talking about how boldy like still counts against the the cap so yeah. like they can't yep. call it before they yep. literally cannot do anything right now so i think that's the only thing they're gonna have to do is they're gonna have to take brock Faber, probably our best offensive weapon yeah right now um him or, it, him or addison yeah and he did end up scoring two goals in the montreal game as you guys yes. saw as well yes. too caprice <laughs> up two Faber two yeah. and then addison one addison so. one now he's playing on the top unit uh <laughs> and so but anyways like this thing is one thing brock Faber. i need to compliment him really quick okay like I, I was gonna put it as a stick tap but i decided against it um i love the fact that how hard he cuts to the net it's one of those things where he can carry it down low. He's got mm-hmm. the wheels for it. He's mm-hmm. great on his ankles. He's great on those transitions. He's able to just cut to the net. He's done it three times already. Dude, yeah, he set up the Rossi goal. Yeah. Rossi should be giving him a little... He should be stick-tapping Faber as well. Yeah. I mean, it was it was the cut to the net, and that was the part of the game where Wild fans were like, he doesn't play any offense. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay. And it, college hockey's a lot different. Like, those guys, he, his job on that team is being a shutdown defenseman. On the wild, he's going to be forced to do a little bit more, and we're seeing that. I think it was World Hockey Report where we we, we made the trade was like, wow, they traded for a, a defenseman with a career of like thirty points in college. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, and, and <laughs> like, that was it doesn't make any sense. It shocked me. So that's funny. Is I saw, I looked at the stat line when I was pulling up like mm-hmm. the whole like Brock Faber thing. I was mm-hmm. like, I couldn't believe he scored. I'm going to say it's very loosely. This isn't a knock on him, to yeah. be very very clear. I was shocked at how little amount of points he yeah. had because I expected way more. And so now. In hindsight, it kind of makes sense why people were like, Billy G sucks, fire yeah, him right now, I, get him out of the organization. What especially a people trade. who didn't watch the Gophers. Like, mm-hmm. if you watch the Gophers, you knew right away, you're like, yes, okay, we got a stud. And, I mean, he the, the picture with him behind Kaprizov cheering for the Wild, it's amazing. And All now time. He's, yeah, he's on the ice with him, so... Yeah, home homebred boy. I was also shocked as well too. Like I looked through his uh, his elite prospects after I dogged mm-hmm. elite prospects, and I think in like episode one. Yeah, he did. Uh, <laughs> I was looking through elite prospects. I couldn't believe like it was one of those things. Where I'm like homegrown, never left mm-hmm. Minnesota. By the way, I'm gonna work on a shirt to get a Brock Faber shirt yeah. in the store because it's he's great. I didn't. I couldn't. I always said that like he's never played anywhere else. I told yep. my wife that and I was like I might be lying, so I had to go look it up. He legitimately yeah. outside of the U.S. national team hasn't sure. played 
And he wore anywhere else, else. It was Minnesota. Maple Grove and then Minnesota and then and then he, even like uh, some yeah even some of like the I don't the remember bit junior team or whatever it was but he was even still playing in Minnesota as well too like yeah. all throughout it blows my mind that he's never even left just so, homegrown great for the kid we love to see it like that's one thing that Minnesotans love to tie I mean you see it with Adam Thielen we've seen it all in the, the past with uh, Thomas Vanek yeah, we've seen it where people time. love their Minnesotans mm-hmm. especially Minnesotans because we love to brag about the fact that we are the state of hockey and it's nice to have some a little bit uh, like you can validize that if you have a stud player up and coming in the organization that's why the star series was so funny it's like your best players from minnesota guys yeah shut up (laughs) (laughs) not the state of hockey okay we'll take ottinger back i mean we'll take gus odd which is what sucks is i want to hit on dallas we beat them in the preseason not a big deal um we beat them in the preseason but they have such a this, I don't want to turn this into a stars episode sure. or whatever because we're not playing them this week. But they have such a stacked roster. They do. And on top of that, too, Ottinger, absolute beautician. The guy is a stud. Um, I hate to say it. It's It stinks, but what are you going to do, right? Dallas is just looking great. They look great. They are older. So I'm hoping that those guys play a lot of games come by the end of the season. They're a little worn out. That's going to be the key piece. So it's almost like it sounds stupid, but and you can't plan for this. You almost need every team on their schedule to just play them physically. If yeah. you play them physically, yeah. you don't have to worry about well, it a right. lot. Because no, we saw that of, in the playoffs yeah, last year. You'll get beaten down and they'll get yeah tossed around. Uh, going to your – let's, let's yeah. to mine, obviously. Brent Burns, he's got to play forward at some point because he has an offense. I did also hear – I don't want to like go away from this, but speaking on the point of putting Brock favorite forward, I did actually see somewhere, and I don't know how accurate this is, that Addison has played wing before. He has. In his youth. L- well, I think he played a little or, bit last year. They jumped him up and he played wing a little bit, like for a few games. Because last year we had the same issue. Yeah. I mean, this cap strap, it's got to stop. I, th- mm-hmm. I think we have one more season of it yeah. next year. Cam, if Addison makes the jump up, I want you to edit this entire part out. Just put Addison's name in there. I'll, I'll use the voice part. Kalen Addison. Just put that over the top of it. No one will know. It'll sound the same. It just comes in. Yeah, I think Kalen Addison. <laughs> it's almost like the leave the message after yeah. the beat. The yeah. Kalen Addison. Oh my, God. my wild take is actually one of the dumber ones I've ever done Ooh. because I don't think it, it, it can happen. But I think the wild go big fish hunting. Big fish hunting. Ooh. Wow, that's a terrible that's a terrible uh, term. But I think they get a big fish this year. I think Billy G's kind of sick of doing the same old, same old, and they're going to make it work. They're going to find a way to do it. These injuries, I mean, all it takes is one guy going on LTIR for you to be able to pull the trigger. As someone. Tampa Bay has proven yes, for the past for the, seven yeah, years. Vegas <laughs> last year. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> that so. You can manipulate that. The hard part is when you get to the point where you're like, can we – fake maybe is the, yeah. the better term can yeah. we fake an injury long enough to push it out towards yeah. playoffs without needing that player in our lineup to make it into playoffs that's yeah, like that's the pain the in the ass part of it. it's like you got your big con- i mean boldy's hurt right now you're not doing that with him nope. he needs to be back immediately yep. i mean goose he doesn't make that much so nope. if you, you put him on ltir it's like ooh. yeah so, which he's out by the way as like well, i said too. it's a dumb one it's kind of just speculation but i I don't know. Billy G showed us some crazy things. He's done some weird things, and I think this might be the year he finally goes, you know what? I'm sick of seeing the same old, same old 100 points, first-round exit. Let's get a guy in that top six that can help us. Now, so. to, to stem off that, because we have a lot of filler. We have no guests today on today's episode, so I want to go into that a little bit deeper as well, too. My big question is, first off, what are you going to give up? I'm going to ask you this question. If you – two questions of this. We'll do this. What are you going to give up first off to get a piece? Of course, it matters what the piece is. So you can't give me a right. direct answer. Yeah. But hypothetically, one question. I keep flipping back and forth. One question. If you had to cut 
a forward off of this roster today to open up cap space to get something else, who would you do? I would ask you a defenseman, but I think we have yeah. an obvious two yeah. answers. In I mean, this one. I, I feel like I hate to say it because he played well for us down the stretch, but I feel like Johansson would be the first guy. Oh, be like, yeah, see a dude. And I, I like mean, how he's playing with Boldy and everything. I do too, too, but I feel like you can find a better guy if they were, like I said, if they decided to do this, Johansson would be mm-hmm. the odd man out because you, I feel like you put a winger on yeah. his line because you got Zuccarello, you got, I think that first line, everyone's probably gonna fucking sewer me for this but that mm-hmm. hartman in between those two is not that bad of a line i yeah. think you can get you can get it done with that line um i think boldy needs a legitimate winger to kind of to kind of jumpstart we saw it with uh, fiala yeah jesus man that mm-hmm. line was insane so johansson's a kmart version of sure that's a great way like a uh, yeah a i mean K-Mart that in a sincere version. sense yes. as well too yes. so i know Fiala's Marcus, a fantastic player so that's not really a knock I yeah mean, and i know marcus johansson listens to wild takes podcast <laughs> so i don't want to dummy him too hard or anything like that but it's that's how i feel Sorry. about it i agree with you though i think that'd be I like that play, but I do like how Boldy does play with mm-hmm. Johansson. I think they tend to bounce off of each other very, very well. I think in the stretch, we're going to see that that's actually a pretty solid connection yeah. between the two, and I'm we hoping. probably won't waver too much. But I don't know. That's a I great mean, this question. trade would be happening later in the year. Yeah. I mean, this is this, we're, we're talking trade deadline, but I, I mean, a lot of things can happen. Johansson hasn't stayed the healthiest in his wild tenure either. So No, that's I, very true, <laughs> including an injury in Game 2. Luckily, yeah, oh, came yeah, back. He came, yeah, so. he came back. But or I think it was game two. Or was it game one? It was his game. It was, was his wrist. No, it was last. It was the last game. Yeah, last I mean, game was Montreal. Remember, oh, we yeah, won five right. to two. Yes, we yeah, won five yeah. to two. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so it was our second game against Toronto. I think. But. I I would answer that question personally. The one I just asked you about who I've cut out this roster, but I'm of the firm belief that if you don't give answers, you can't be held accountable. So I just asked the controversial <laughs> stuff to get clips Great. to share, and I'm going to cut it right. And be like I would cut Johansson today. I'm not even going to put the question part in there. I'm just going to put you on the spot and make you look like an asshole. Get God. rid of him. And then I'm going to like dub your voice in the Kmart version of Fiala. Well, um, I just, I feel like you're not cutting Duhame or no. Dewar. The, that fourth line is a good fourth it's line. Great. It's a good fourth line. And I mean, Rossi's, Rossi's played a good first couple True. games. He's, he's showing us something. And uh, he, he got a chance to play a lot with Kaprizov uh, in the Montreal mm-hmm. game. So he got, you know, he got his time to play with uh, a legit winger. So it's just more so a matter of can he sustain what mm-hmm. he's been able to accomplish so far. I think he could definitely still do a little bit more. That's not a yeah. knock on him again as yep. well, too. Um, well, you're the ninth overall pick. And yeah. It, I, I had high hopes. I want... We've talked about this before. I don't want to be... The, no, this is where I'm going to get in trouble because I was about to say, like, I don't have the most amount of faith in Rossi, okay. uh, Rossi, however you say his name, in this wild organization. Um, and I've been very vocal about yep. that in private chats, not so much in the public. Um, <laughs> but I'm optimistic... And maybe more so. Here's a word. Here's a way I word it. I'm not optimistic. I'm hopeful that I'm wrong and that that he well, can be yeah. a key piece and a key contributor in the stretch here. But there's only one way to find out, and that's by continuing to play him in the spot that he is, if not elevate him a little yeah, bit as well. Yeah, I, I just don't love Felino on his line. I, but again, where where else is Felino going to play? Yeah, I mean, and I, it's just. You're not putting Felino with Boldy. The that piece just doesn't with, make any sense. Yeah, the piece with that is it's like Boldy can hold his own in a physical. Mm-hmm. We've seen him in board battles. We've yep. seen him on the half wall. He's going to draw penalties. Yeah. The one thing I like about Boldy as well, too, is that he's he, he's small enough to draw penalties, yes. but he's strong enough to be able to withstand those tough areas. Yeah. Whereas I don't know if Rossi has that. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's we heard all about him moves. putting 15 pounds on. It's like, 
Okay. Yeah, but if you go from 120 pounds to yeah. 140, who cares? I hear it you. doesn't. <laughs> I hear you. He still is a tiny, tiny yeah. man. Yeah. Saying that, I'm going to look up his stats and he's going to be like fucking six one, he's, yeah. 230. and I'm going to be like, <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. He has a better body than me. Um, <laughs> why did I talk smack on him? I don't know. It's. I lo- love that you answered that question. Great one. I agree with you. I don't think you're going to take anybody off that fourth line. You're not going to cut no. anybody off of that. That. Uh, I mean, Felino's not going anywhere. They no. just signed him to it, an extension. And so. I'm the biggest Freddie Goudreau fan in the world. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is about him. And people, that's the best part about Freddie is nobody hates him. No. But nobody loves him. Yeah. I genuinely love him. He's just a little rat. It's, him and Hartman are just little rats. It's out funny. There. It's but awesome. He's just so solid on both sides yeah. of the puck. He does. I love those players that do the underrated bits to get stuff accomplished. Boldy is one where he gets the credit mm-hmm. on it. Um, I think it was in the Toronto game. He did his little short side snipe right oh. by Samsonov's oh. ear. My God. Yeah. Do, do you know in, the one thing that like, like people talk about the shot was unbelievable, right? Yeah. But what we need to focus in on is the same thing we saw in game one where he did that little shimmy shake, fed it up to the point, mm-hmm. And then was it, uh, the slap shot of the point, that was uh, Faber's first yeah, goal. Yeah, Faber's goal. Yep. Boldy did a little shimmy, fed yep. it up to him. It created space for him to make that. I mean, obviously, it's a pass to the point, so it's not difficult. But yeah. he created the space to draw that player off of him. The key piece with that Samsonov goal is, he, if you watch it back, he did a little shimmy, mm-hmm. which froze the goaltender, which gave him the ability to snipe that pass to the guy's that ear. That was Just a whizzing. wonderful shot. Sick shot. And, you know, like he, was a, he didn't score in the Montreal game, but he <laughs> was a key piece in that one. I'm going to stop with this joke. It's yeah. stupid. Well, Boldy's out. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's out. <laughs> Never mind. I literally just said that like three minutes ago. Oh too. my god! <laughs> Tough go. This is where we get into our. I think we're gonna do stick taps. Stick, stick taps. Lap. That seems like the best stick one. Taps. You want to start with your stick? Yeah, tap? Yeah, my stick tap. Uh, I, many of you have probably seen it. I'm gonna pull up the name so I don't completely butcher them. Uh, it was an AHL fight between yes. Manitoba and Calgary. It was Jeff VL and Alex Galantz. Oh my god! And it god. was all gas, no breaks. There wasn't any. There wasn't a lick of defense. No. These dudes just <laughs> straight up teed off on each other for 20 seconds. Straight rock them, sock them robots. <laughs> it was, it was rocking each other. Great it, fight. And then finally they went down and it was like, holy shit. That's where I hope that the NHL, and I know it's going to, and that's what's going to suck, is the fact that they are going to transition away from the physical side mm-hmm. of the game. You're not going to see that stuff as no. often, in the, in probably within the next 10 years. Well, I mean, you may not even see fights anymore. Yeah. But you, you see shit like that, and you're like, this needs to stay. This is what makes <laughs> hockey so much fun. Oh when someone gets hurt, obviously you're like, damn, we don't yeah. want that. That right. sucks. It's part of it. It's the risk that you take. But when yeah. you get two tough boys just Dude. hucking them... <sighs> Oh, and I'm going to cut over this yeah. with the clip as well, too. The fight is out of this world. You, yeah. if, if you haven't seen it, look up the they, names, they, check it. These, there wasn't even any feeling out. It was no. just kind of like, okay, they locked in, and yeah. boom. I you like Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Initial grab, and then yeah. they just let them fly. just let them fly. Right after right after right after right. No hand switching either. So <laughs> no. No, like you said, no defense. And what we mean by that is nobody tried to duck it. Nobody tried no. to switch and go southpaw. They were just like... This is the situation. <laughs> I'm going to throw as much as I can. Respect to those two yeah. boys. Sick fight. That's I'm pretty sure it was the Jets and obviously the Flames yeah. uh, AHL team. So, Have you was... ever been in a fight in hockey? No. It's... Well, like we did have a brawl when we played Dodge County in high school. Okay. Right. So, I mean, it wasn't like a fight fight, but I mean, the boys were throwing them with the mitts on. But Did, did I ever tell you about my nose? Like how like I've broken my nose twice. No. In a fight. And I fought the same guy twice. This might be the best spot to tell this story <laughs> oh, since we God. don't have a guest, right? Yeah. We go up, opening face off. Um, I'm nervous as all hell. Was, I believe it was my first game, if I'm not mistaken. I'd been scratched. And I was scratched a ton. But we got up to the face off, and I hear from the right side of me, hey, 
do you want to go? I'm like, hell yeah, this is what I was brought in for. We got to do this. Uh, I don't have a choice. But then I did this. It's like comic style. So if you're, if you're not watching on YouTube, what you're going to, I'm going to try to explain what I did. I'm facing forward. I hear out of my right ear, do you want to go? Because I'm playing on offhand oh right side wing. I'm like, yes, let's do this. And I go like this and I go, oh, no, thank you. <laughs> and the guy's like, all right, I'll talk to you later. All right, sounds good, man. <laughs> Not off, off the draw. draw. Quick, 30 off the draw. Se- quick 30 second shift. We didn't have the green light either. Quick 30 second shift, off. I don't play for another like 10, 15 minutes because okay. fourth line, dog shit. I don't even know why I was on the opener. <laughs> um, anyways, we get to a point, one of our guys gets hit from behind, right? Okay. So I'm like, all right, now I don't have a choice. I have to go. Yeah. I, it's, and it was one of our small guys. Um, yeah. So I was like, I have to go. Um, fought him. Couldn't get my glove off. We were wearing Bauer like 30s, 40s at the time. So really tight mitts. And even now I wear four roll gloves because I want them off quick. I don't fight now, but it's just (laughs) my preference. It's for the bit, you know. So I couldn't get my glove off. Dummied, broken nose immediately. I get back, get that all fixed up. We play the guy two or three weeks later. Okay. He asked me, what do you think? You want to go again? I'm like, yeah, redemption time. I don't have a choice. I have to fight this guy. (laughs) He breaks my nose a second time. Jesus Christ. We made him again in playoffs. Like, what do you think? Do you want to go? You want to go around three? Because the guy knew me. I'm like, no, I'm good. I learned my yeah. lesson. He goes, respect. And then we just played our game. No fights, no nothing. I was like, thank God. I didn't want to lose. <laughs> that's enough of that. I look like Owen Wilson today yeah, if I took him on like, a third time. No, it, it's that. That's enough. You know, after so, two times getting your nose broken by the same guy, it's like a third. Did he really have to ask a third time? Just the disrespect. There. I think he was like, "This guy's stupid. This guy is <laughs> like, dumb as hell." I don't want to practice again here. I have like a seventy-nine. I got John Bones Jones reach, and this guy is is fighting like Mighty Mouse. Like He's that's just massive. <laughs> he could probably just put his forehead on my or yeah. his hand on my forehead. And I just. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, because of that, like my fighting career uh, ended very quickly. I was over that. It was um, over before it started. Yeah, so, uh, I love fights. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. It's one of my favorite things. It's I think it's one of the only reasons I was able to like continue to play, even if it wasn't very long. Yeah. <laughs> but still, it's I love fighting. I want to keep it in the game. That's yeah. a great one. That fight was out of yeah, this world. It, it, it should be in the game. It 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 has. Uh, what's the word? A need in the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you need it in the game. It, yeah. Some it's. The, that's how the or the the players can police themselves. Correct. Sometimes the refs are missing shit all night long. We see it all the time. Yeah, and you accountability know factor. Yeah, huge. Hey man, you've been a rat all night. <laughs> Sorry, we gotta go. We're just gonna <laughs> let the, the Brad Marchands of the world just yeah, run around, seriously. do whatever the hell they want. No. The Duhams and the Doers. Because <laughs> then you're gonna turn hockey into something that's it's not. Which yeah. is like you what you what you're gonna end doing is you're gonna increase penalty calls, which yep. is just gonna slow yes. the game down, and people like the continuous yeah. action. And it's not soccer where right. it's like continuous action, continuous. Yeah, but not really. Yeah, like how many resets do you have to do? Right. It's isn't three on three hockey, which is an argument I kind of hate it mm-hmm. um but i love it more than the shootout because it both times just slows down yeah. the game until you get those quick instances of quick well right i don't know we can complain i can complain about hockey all day my honorable mention for the stick tap was revo and felino great fight a, that was a great, great fight, fight too so. and i didn't get to watch a whole lot of the toronto game unfortunately yeah. it was doing family stuff didn't get a chance to get it, catch a ton but what i did catch i caught a glimpse of that fight mm-hmm. phenomenal yes yeah. so great good so uh your take a lap Ooh, take a lap. Uh, St. Cloud State, Ooh. the Huskies. Ooh. Yeah, you guys got to, you should take multiple laps. First of all, you're in the top 10. You're ranked. In the first series, you lose to St. Saint- Thomas, which, yes, the Gophers played them tight, but the Gophers won twice against St. Mm-hmm. Thomas. And then you go to Mankato, <laughs> who literally had their coach leave. Most of their recruits leave. Most of their players leave. 
and you just get sewered back-to-back nights. Yeah. (laughs) Just take a lap, dude. You guys, and you know what? Their fans are the most insufferable fan base. You guys haven't won shit, and you guys talk the most. (laughs) Like, I don't get it. Take a lap. You guys are dog shit. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even going to say good luck this season. No. Because I want to see your fans sad. Shout out the Tommies, too, for playing as well. Dude, they they are looking good. They are looking good. But still, it's their, what, third season? Yeah. In D1. They got some Minnesota boys. They got a few names that are decent. But if you're a top 10 team, you can't be losing to St. Thomas. No, man. definitely not. And then they, they only beat them one nothing in the second game. It's like... <laughs> no, not a great look. Not a great look no. from the St. Cloud Huskies. <laughs> I'm going to dive into mine. My stick taps um, is going to be one that, that fuels champions and fuels the best players in the league. Um, as well as other leagues as well, too. And that is going to be Nickelback. Um, stick taps to Nickelback. I don't know if you caught this as well, too, but Kirk Cousins obviously was like, we're ah, playing Nickelback yep. for the game. That's not what this is about. This is a hockey one. Connor McDavid came out as well, too, and said uh, he, he's a huge fan. He goes, I know in Canada sometimes it's not trendy to like Nickelback, but I was never on that bandwagon. The songs are great, and they had a number of great childhood memories driving to the rink with my mom and dad, brother in the car, and listening to them. I have great memories listening to Nickelback. Fuels champions. I mean, I we ended up Nickelback. winning after a Nickelback game in Minnesota. Well, Can I? Well, wasn't Kirk Cousins Creed? Oh, shit. Was it Creed? I think it was Creed. Oh, I messed up. But either way, either way, it's, it's the same. Tomatoes, no, it's right? the same bit, though. It's you know? butt rock, it's, yeah. is what it's called. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the just, same bit. But um, petition to change the Minnesota Wild Goal song to a Nickelback song. Which one would you pick? <sighs> oh, my God. Man, just Rockstar. Uh, <laughs> dude, Rockstar would be. Look, I, I like Nickelback, honestly. Oh. I don't mind Nickelback. Oh. Nickelback's not terrible, but they are terrible in concert. Cut the clip. <laughs> Cut the clip. That's the one we're putting out there. <laughs> That's, they're terrible in concert, and that's that's not even an argument. We're gonna have to do we're gonna have to do a Nickelback goal song draft on one of these episodes Ooh. as well, too. Just only Ooh. Nickelback bangers, <laughs> three tracks. I mean, pick obviously, them. it's Rockstar. That would be the the number one one of one. Yeah, but if you think about it from a goal standpoint, that sounds like shit. Like no. if you're like, we well, yeah, do I want to be a big rock star. It's fucking better than Nashville's goal song. What do they got? I remember. I like it. This. I love it. I want some yeah, more of it. It's terrible. terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. Should just do honky tonk, badonka donk. I'd be into that. I'd be into that. That'd be Way great. More. They got hot dudes in there. That play. That play well. <laughs> well. See, you're not gonna use photograph. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably the worst of them all. I bet you if we asked Cam, he probably couldn't name, like, he's not here, but 19-year-old Cam couldn't name a Nickelback track. I'd yeah. be shocked if he even knew who the hell they were. He'd be like, the one from the Spider-Man movie. You know, I think he was like three at that time. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. Anyways, take a lap. Uh, Nickelback is back, by the way, baby. Big yes. time. If Connor McDavid listens to it, you should listen to yes. it. Uh, take a lap. It's actually going to be the Minnesota Wild Centers. Um <sighs> We have been struggling. I looked it up as well, too. This is prior to the Montreal game. Keep this in mind. Eric Sinek is sitting at 43%. Uh, Rossi is sitting at 42%. Dewar, shockingly, 53%. Well, that's not a good sign that your fourth line no. center is your best faceoff. Game. Even Freddie coming in at 42%. Uh, pretty low across the board. We actually have the fifth worst faceoff percentage in the entire It's been a theme, NHL. hasn't it, for like years now. We just are bad. We just don't have a number one center, and it's always been a problem. Um, we were hoping last year that Eck was going to be able to step up and fill that role. I don't. I, everyone loves Eck, so this isn't a knock whatsoever no, on him at all. he's a perfect 2C. 100%. Perfect yeah, But 2C. you don't have the 1C. And no. I don't even know, but that's the problem, is your number one centers, because of how crucial and how important they are mm-hmm. to the game, mm-hmm. you're not going to get one without 
Getting rid of an arm and a leg. Yeah, it's unfortunate. That is why. I mean, this kind of backtracks on my wild take. That is why Billy G hasn't pulled the trigger in the past couple years. He's like, I got a good prospect base. Yes. I'm 15 mil against the cap, and I'm still getting 100 points a year. Yeah, just why, Why do I need to... Why not wait and see what you got with some of these prospects and then dangle them out, you know? Like, you're not just going to dangle out um, Hunter Height and Riley Height. You're uh, not dangling those uh, guys right now, especially after the start of the season for the Height boys. I mean... Yeah. Let them cook in junior. They're killing it. They are killing it right now. uh, What is it? Red Deer? Yeah. They're fucking good, man. Yeah. Very good. So, that yeah, Wild Center's tough look for them. It's definitely something that needs to be improved on. I imagine the game against Montreal, we will see a bump in that one because Montreal's not in a great spot right now. Um, so I'm hoping we see those percentages come up. It's it's the overreaction bit, though, too. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it's an issue. Y- yes and no. Yeah, no, yeah exactly. Issue. It is an issue because it's overreacting because the numbers are low through two games. Right. But it's also not because we've seen this pattern. So, we know these players, besides maybe Rossi, you could argue. We don't <laughs> quite know what he is in the NHL. Um but we killed us in the playoffs. Exactly. Yeah. It's killed us in the playoffs. And, and, and that's the key piece in this one is you need a top on true number one center in order to be successful right. in the inch. Is there a team that you can think of in the recent, like, I guess, cup runs or anything that didn't have a true number one center? Florida had a miracle run last year. They had Barkov as their top guy. Who yeah. Was continuously ranked as yeah. the most underrated centerman if you in the think NHL. about it, not really, dude. <laughs> yeah, I can't, no, think, I can't of a think of a single team. I'm even trying to think of teams that like even haven't made playoff runs. Do they have a number one center? And nobody's coming to no mind. One, no one jumps out at me right now. But it, it you watch last year's series against the Stars, and we're going to bring it up again and again and again. Their power play, the Stars' power play. Why were they mm-hmm. successful? Because they won the first draw got a good look and they would score i mean half of those goals happened like that on the yeah. power play and P- puck gets out of the zone you're eating at least 15 seconds yeah, at it, least it, and then you're making them re-enter the zone and that's Correct. where the wild aren't terrible on the penalty yeah. kill we're able to kind of stuff them at the line a little bit and make it tough for them it's when you you win a face off and you let them just set up yeah that's you, that you, can't happen even if you stuff it in the neutral zone yeah. that that wall that little barrier that mm-hmm. they put up across the blue line you're still dumping and chasing yep. and hoping you win those corner battles as well too and we got we, strong guys we, we do got good defense we definitely so, do, it, which you know it makes it tough. But you're right, face-off percentage that needs to, we need to see a jump on that one. The problem is we can't add anything, we can't do anything besides just hope and pray that it just picks up. Thousand pucks of practice, yeah. Centers in there, after. let's go. Do do the Pavelski bit where you're just batting down pucks in front of the net, but instead God. it's just face-off draws, even if it's against nobody. God, like just Pavelski, still good. Man. I would love to see them like how many sticks if you gave the Minnesota Wild, like, face-off battles, a 1,000 pucks. How many twigs do you think they go through? Because centers, that's one of the things that people don't know about. I, even in beer league, won't take face-offs. Well, yeah, because you're leaning on that, and it's boom, boom. Yeah, I even tell people, like, I'll play center if you want me to. I'm not going to. I'm yeah. not going to try. And think, we're going to lose it, and I'm yeah. fine with that because I'm not going to break a twig. I don't have the I don't have the deep pockets to, to no, sustain dude, this, let alone at an NHL level. Expensive. Yeah. Holy shit, it's our crazy. twigs is expensive right now. Anyways, let's, we're going to take a quick little break here. Uh, we'll give you a commercial feed here, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about the Minnesota Wild, give our predictions for this upcoming season or upcoming week as we take on the LA Kings in the Columbus Blue Jackets. Stay tuned. Do you want to represent merchandise for your favorite Minnesota sports team? Well, you head over to 10,000 Take Shop today. Even if you don't like us, even if you don't love us, check out some of the designs we have in store today. Head over to 10ktakesmn.com, check out our blogs, check out our shop, make sure you check out us in general. This is a terrible ad read. I don't know where I'm trying to go with this. Go to the shop right now. This microphone's loud. 
go. All right, well, that was a terrible ad read. Um, we should fire that guy straight up. He shouldn't be doing ad reads anymore. Time to get rid of him. Put out the post we're going to hire on, see if we can get ourselves a new ad reader. Because How many applications do you think we'd get for that? Just to read ads. Yeah. Unpaid. No ads. Or just to read two ads an episode. A hundred, at least, applications. <laughs> I think people are, you'll, you'll get a you'll get some merch. People just want a taste of the light. I would love to do that. I want to do a voice battle with a few people. See who's got the better ad. I have a great ad read voice, but I get I get jumbled brained and I get marble mouthed. When it's it been comes a long to, day though, so I mean, I get we get it. If I just write this stuff out, I'll be okay. But I just don't do that. <laughs> I, see, I can't do that either. It's like every every episode we like talk about. Okay, we're doing this, this, and this. Yep. And I'm just like, okay. I start some notes. I'm like, I don't need to take notes. We're talking wild hockey. <laughs> it's easy, yeah, guys. Everybody on. can do it. Come on. <laughs> but let's dive into, speaking of easy, let's dive into the wild schedule this upcoming week. We want to talk to you about the fact that the Minnesota, Minnesota Wild are taking on the LA Kings. And then on Saturday, we have ourselves the Columbus Blue Jackets. Hit you with some stats, Zuch. This is important. The Minnesota Wild, first off, we're going to go into a Cam Talbot revenge game potentially as well, too. Oh, shit, yeah. Kevin Fiala, yep. potential revenge yep. game as well. Uh, but uh, it'd be great. It'd be sweet, sweet poetry if Flurry was a net for that game because of the Talbot situation. Yeah. But I imagine we're going to see Gus because yeah. we wanted to show them that we're simply a better team. you got to well, capitalize on wins early in the season when you can. And those two were traded for each other. So you yeah. gotta, you got to gotta start them against each other. It would well, be let's great. Let's talk about how bad of a trade that was. Holy That was shit. terrible. Let me hear with this real quick, just really fast. Minnesota Wild, actually, since 2020, are 11-6 against the LA Kings. So we have their number a little yeah, a little bit as well too. Obviously, Fiala plays out of his mind. He's an absolute sicko when he plays against us because well, he just wants his to old show teams. I mean, when he played Nashville when he was in Minnesota, he'd usually dominate. It's so. like a slighted ex girlfriend who like walks into the bar where the Wild. We're sitting at a bar. We we obviously have Michelob Golden Light in our hands, mm-hmm. and in comes Kevin Fiala with his whale tail, just like flaunting it, walking yeah. past slow two or three times. He passes by because that's usually the amount of points he'll put up against us, and just like smelling, you get that waffle. Yep. Like, what was that? What, what what am I missing out on? And it's just hot-ass Kevin Fiala whale-tailing yeah, into just, the bar. just makes you sad. He was such a good player, but again, couldn't afford him. And we talk about it as well, too, like play, having him play with Boldy. Like, can you yeah. imagine the numbers, what it would have been like had he sticks? Had we been able – it's not that if he would have stuck around this. Had we been able to afford oh, him st- to yeah. – yeah. He would have stuck around. I, he, was, he was a key piece in this Wild team. He was well-loved in Minnesota Wild. So it stinks to see him have success elsewhere. Uh, I almost want him to fail miserably. So when cat money comes back, he's like, hmm, maybe. Well, that that's just why it makes it tough. That I'm, I believe the Blues playoff series the last time he played with the. Wild. I believe that's right. That yeah, that just sucks. Those two years with him. That's probably the window for the Wild. You know, that was their window to yep. make a little bit of a run, and they just couldn't get it done. And now it's a matter of just holding on to the pieces for mm-hmm. these next few years, mm-hmm. and then hopefully having some prospects fill some of those gaps that we may have in this roster, and, and making a run with the young guns yeah, as well. You know, too. Keep it, I think what's key too is getting keeping them competitive because mm-hmm. you want those guys to come into a team where they're competing. And it's going to be what it's going to be like when they are able to sign some good players. And yeah, I mean, we should be competitive this year. Uh, it's early, but yeah, know. 
and of course, like that's the thing is like we're coming up against the LA Kings team who does have some aging veterans as well too. They do have some younger people that made their roster, but you have like the likes of Kopitar, you got the likes of Dowdy still mm-hmm. on this team as well too. The the obvious talking point that we could go into, which has been hammered into the ground over the past few years, yeah. so I'm kind of sick of talking about it, is the is the Caprizo versus Dowdy thing yeah. overpaid bit. Um, Caprizov has clearly taken advantage of Drew Dowdy's stupidity i mean it's just a dumb it's a dumb take after what do you say after 60 games in the league you're gonna pay him that money it's like Mm -hmm. buddy did you watched him (laughs) you know this guy this guy's a great player i remember that interview just reemerged, and it was just like the next game it was just kaprizov just working him like (laughs) dowdy probably had maybe one of the worst games while still playing out i think he still put up a point which was like the worst part about that whole bit but if you watch the rest of the game it's like kaprizov was dominant yeah he, and it wasn't even yeah. close well it's just you don't you don't poke the bear <laughs> you don't poke the no. bear caprizo is one of the best players in the league one of the best wingers in the league you don't poke the bear yeah i mean giving him that money of course they're gonna give him that money it's he's our best player in franchise history like what did you what did he think was gonna happen when no. he came over here we were waiting five years for this guy <laughs> well, yeah, and they, they still have some pieces as well, too, that are a little bit scary. They obviously have Quinton Byfield as well, too, which I uh, – can I complain about something about him? Okay. I, uh, I'm such an equipment snob. I think it plays a big factor into why I don't like specific players. Sure. Byfield is a Sherwood athlete. I hate that. Matthew Kachuk, I'm a huge fan of. Yeah. Sherwood athlete. Um, but I, but I lost respect for him when he switched to Sherwood okay, for fair. some reason. It doesn't make any sense. It's stupid. I also think it plays into effect in my Rossi opinion as well, too, because he's a See, true athlete. You don't like true? I don't like true. Okay. I love true goaltending pads. They're phenomenal. Okay. They're best out there. That's what uh, they worked with Lefebvre to come up with like some of the best pads that existed out there. But true sticks, junk. I like their gloves. Yeah, I actually bought a pair of trues. This is us just begging for a sponsorship. Warrior, hit us up. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> just like a couple guys at a podcast. Yeah. Come and come do some. Come we, hopefully we get out and actually do some hockey content we this should. year on the ice. Well, um, I'm hoping we actually get the team built, too, for a little... Uh, little, little tourney action? Little, well, beer league action. I don't know. I'm all for that. I mean, I feel like 10K, we've, do, we've, we've tried the softball bit. I don't think the softball bit is where we want to go in the future. No. We were... Terrible. I don't even know if hockey is the bit. We are pretty terrible in that too. We yeah. have some. We have some bright spots. We do. Zane. I think, well, no. Zane's very. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He he went off in that Scandia tournament. Let's get, let's get Schmaltz up here while yeah. he's at it. Well, get the no, live and five why, guys up, dude. Here. Okay. If we're showing up to that Scandia tournament this year, we, we got to. You better be there. Yeah. We got to bring Schmaltz. We got to bring Osmus. We got to bring Olson. I mean, all three of those guys have yeah. got to be there. And then actually. We might, we might make a run in that if 100%. they're there. 100%. And also, big talking point, going back to this LA Kings thing as well, too. One of the things I forgot about is they actually have Pierre-Luc Dubois. I forgot that he mm-hmm. was in LA as well, yeah. too. Notorious whiner. Notorious. Oh, I, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong. But holy shit, can you complain some more? Yeah. It's tough. It, it, that's what LA feels like. It's like you're in the nicest spot probably you could be in the NHL. San Jose isn't as nice. Anaheim, you can argue. But LA, you're in like yeah. the prime location, and they're just full of just whiny little bastards. Outside of Anze Copa. Kopitar. Kopitar has always been like the most continuous, quiet, like just get your job done, show up to work, do that stuff. Um, Even Quick back in the day, which he's not their goaltender anymore, but even Quick back in the day was pretty whiny. Cam Talbot now, notorious whiner. His (laughs) his wife whines quite a bit too. Uh, Yeah. They fit right in down there. Sorry if you're listening to this. I'm not sorry. Actually, I take it back. But um, some things with the reason he got traded. <laughs> yeah. We should be thanking them. We got Gus out of that deal because she whined. Could I mean, you argue Kevin Fiala's lady whiner? 
Uh, I remember people made a huge deal about yeah. her like doing that. I don't know if it was a TikTok because I'm old or whatever mm-hmm. it was, where she was wearing the wild gear and then like threw on the LA gear and was like finally feel good or something stupid like yeah. that. People dig into the stuff. If you, I'm going to say this first and foremost. If you're digging into like players' wives and girlfriends and like screenshotting their snap their their stories on Instagram and whatnot and trying to make like bits and content out of that, you're kind of a fucking loser. Yeah, straight up, you're 100%. a weirdo. Yeah, like get another hobby, yeah. please. Uh, it's weird. Because I remember weird. seeing that, I'm like, who gives a shit? He's yeah. gone. Like, she's rocking. Who cares? I don't, it doesn't bother me. Even the Kelly Talbot, to be honest, stuff, uh, Kelly, right? I Even think the Talbot Kelly. stuff didn't phase me nearly as much. No. It's like, who gives a shit? That doesn't bother me. If like, anything, you should be thanking him. Yeah, <laughs> right? I mean, we, we got, filled, it turned out to work. Yeah. And I was bus. probably the most critical of yeah. this as well, oh, yeah. too. And he turned out to play out of his mind. I did say, asterisk on this one i was critical of gus but i did say that he has had spots of brilliance was mm-hmm. always playing on terrible teams exactly. where he's coming into a solid defensive right. core which by the way shout out to uh jonas brodeen just playing under the radar like he normally is tough games from some of the boys in the, mm-hmm. in, in the uh, toronto game but that was expected it's exactly what we talked about they had the upside yes. in offense upside in defense goaltending was one where i was like we can win this one yeah didn't end up being the case because i didn't anticipate how truly powerful oh, their offense was compared to ours yeah, it was the bottom four def- defensemen were just kind of brutal we love midzy huge midzy supporters but he had a bad game the, and it'll happen the that thing that concerns happen. me and the thing that i hope I hope Russo has put out something today on Thursday that um, right now it was listed as having Merrill and Goligoski playing on that third pairing, but then Goligoski lower it's body hurt. injury. Yep. So Mermis, I'm assuming, is filling into He's that third be, spot because yeah. Addison is jumping up He's with Brody, yes. which is great. That's what it should have been this entire time. If not, Addison, I know they're both righties, but Addison with uh, – with, uh, um, no teeth. Holy shit. Yeah. Midzy. I would have loved to see Addison and Midzy because Midzy can play that shutdown defensive role, but him I playing just, with Bronine will give him so much freedom to do whatever the hell he wants. To I, I need to see something from Addison soon. Like, I get he's a power play guru. Great on yeah. the power play, but my God, is he bad in the defensive zone? What's your prediction after this game? Where do you think we end up? LA Kings versus Minnesota Wild? I think it's going to be... It's at home. Yep. Okay. I think it's an uh, over... Uh, it's in LA. I'm sorry. It's in LA? Wait, no, it's at oh, home. It's, at it's home. Thursday. It's at I'm sorry, home. at yeah. home. <laughs> um, I think it is a shootout Ooh. loss. Ooh. Shootout loss. They I, got more dogs in the shootout. I yeah. think it's going to be close. I really do. I think Gus stands on his head. Uh, like I said, it's Gus versus Talbot, more than likely. I don't know exactly who else they got in I'm, LA. I'm going to go real specific with mine. Okay. I'm going to say the Minnesota Wild scored to go ahead with five minutes left in the game. And then they hold out, shut down as they pull off the win versus the LA Kings and move to 12 and six at home against the okay. LA Kings. That's I, I, I hope so. I, I can get on board. I just think it's going to be a tight one. I was originally going to say three on three, but once again, I think I agree with you. If you have Boldy playing, yeah, I think 100%. I like our odds yeah. in the shootout. I like our odds in overtime as yeah. well too. Without him, he's such a key piece in that one. Yeah, and you can just, you can lock on Kaprizov. Yep. Or who else is going to beat you in overtime? I mean, yes, we have guys who can beat you, yeah. but he's the guy. Freddie Goudreau. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. Hey, don't sleep on Put him, him in, in the shootout. shootout. We yep. still, hey, we, I guess we still got Freddie Kaprizov, Zuccarello. That's not a horrible, <laughs> it's not a horrible shootout line. I think we're going to have to start keeping like graphics on our score predictions, or not score predictions, on our predictions of wins, losses, okay. and try to see who has the best record at the end of the year. Because this is the first time we were in agreement, I think, all of last episode with Seth. Now I think we're actually have a disagreement yep. here on how it's going to go. I think it's, yeah. We might have to do that. Keep our own records on the records. That might be a confusing graphic. Yeah. Well, 
the next game that's played is uh it's gonna be a lot less talking 100 yeah columbus, <laughs> columbus columbus coming up on saturday as well too Who is bad yeah stats though okay minnesota wild are five and one since 2020 they're actually have won the last three in a row but key piece in this fantanelli fantelli fantelli Fantelli, Fangio, fin, fin. Vic Fangio. What's a pasta? It's, it's, it sounds like. Um, but well, yeah, no, their their X-Factor. goalie is the I think another X factor too because while well, he had a down year last year, he played the Wild very well. Yeah, he he what he made like forty eight saves in the game against us sick. at the X, and then he after the game he basically came out and said, "I love playing in Minnesota." Is it Merzlikens? Is that Merzlikens? That's yes. it. Yeah, it, it still is right. I I believe so. I, it's got to be. I think he was under contract one more season, but that's kind of where I was like before they extended Gus. I was like, damn if we lose out on Gus, maybe that's a guy they take a little flyer on for a year, but obviously they sign Gus, and Wallstead should be ready to come up into that backup role when Flurry's gone. So, yeah. sorry, Elvis, doesn't look like you're going to be playing in the, the arena you love to play in. I, and that's the thing is, outside of the rest of their team, like I have a soft spot for Jack Roslevic. I don't okay. know what oh, it is yeah. about him as yeah, a player. Yeah, yeah. He's he, he keeps getting himself in situations where he finds himself on the third, fourth line, mm-hmm. or even scratch for that matter. Right. He's a player that I was pushing for a year or two ago, mm-hmm. where I was like, I, want, I would love and to have him in he would have been a fit. He would have been great depth, like uh, just kind of a gamer for the Minnesota Wild roster, but G- that ended Goudreau up... Goudreau still there? Goudreau is still there, yep. They still have some pieces, so Goudreau, uh, Boone oh. Jenner is still there as well, too. Uh, Fantelli, obviously, is there. Um, they, and then they still have Patrick Line. So they still have people that can shoot the puck um, that... that Alexandre Teixeira, I, I think like they haven't meshed. No, they haven't meshed. They just kind of got all these guys. Yeah, <laughs> they, they got guys. Where I think they fall apart is on defense. Yeah. I don't like their defense whatsoever, and that's where I think the Minnesota Wild can take advantage here. They still have Good Branson as one of their defensemen. Like, Oof. and then on top of that too, you have something called Jake Bean is <laughs> in there. Is in the line. They still have Orensky. They still have Damon Severson, but I didn't like Damon Damon Severson in New Jersey either. I don't uh, think he was. Great and there. he's kind of a head case from. I, I don't want to give out Breaking sources. News. I don't want to give out sources, but I heard from a very good source that played on the Devils. He is not a very good teammate and is kind of a head case. Wouldn't surprise me. Just kind of complains and wants his play time and kind of focuses on me, me, me. I'm Again, su- not giving out any names on who yeah. said it, but Dev. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we have. I have a soft spot for Johnny Goudreau, and I feel terrible that he keeps ending up in these yeah. terrible situations. God. But he also puts himself in these well, terrible. He put situations. himself in this one. His signing in this one was the. If you didn't remember this one, or remember, or like look back into it, he essentially like to summarize in the shortest like Reddit quick version that you could possibly think of. He was essentially just like, I'm waiting on Philadelphia, waiting yeah. on Philadelphia, waiting on Philadelphia. He's like, after like five minutes passed by, he's like, fuck it. What's the contract we have on the table? Columbus? Cool. Sign there. Ohio, man. On top of that, too, it was less money than he was offered in Calgary as well, too. Which? Not by much, but it was Ohio. still less money. Yeah. You're willingly going to go play hockey in Ohio? That's one of the questions that the, the It's a Bit Boys ask is all the time. is like, would you willingly move to Ohio? Like, no. Or would you? T- it was like, if you take an all-expenses paid vacation to Ohio, no, I'm out. I'm good. I... I I did get one. I used to work on the road, and they, they, we had a job in Ohio, so everything was paid for food, everything. And you still it was are terrible. Yeah, like it, it just. Uh, what do we do? Oh well, there's fields everywhere. <laughs> I yeah, I'll run is, around. Is there a state you would hate to go to more than Ohio? I can't think of one. See, no, because I, my mind immediately went to like Maine, Vermont, and all those states. But I'd still, it's it's beautiful. Up I don't there. think I have appeal in Georgia. I think Georgia's yeah, out for Georgia. me. 
You know what? Yeah, Atlanta, I have no... You put the Thrashers back there? Maybe. Okay. Atlanta jumps fair, there. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> then I'm back up. I'm, yeah, I'm back in Atlanta's there. Atlanta's just... Yeah, Georgia. Nah. Nah. Doesn't have any people. Atlanta is like, what, that's their main city? That's all yeah. I got? Eh, I'm out. Yeah. But anyways, they go into Columbus. They end up taking them on. Um, this is one where I can see ourselves coming away with a win. I don't I don't think we need to give a whole lot of a, like a deep dive no. into this one, besides the fact that the Wild have their number. I like how you, you said that. They come out with a win. And it was like you emphasized win because, yes, I think they win this game yeah, by more than two goals. Yeah. So, so we, we both are on board with this one here. Obviously, lock it in Minnesota Wild. I'd be interested to see what the numbers are at for this one as well, too, from like a, a betting standpoint. Um, I'm all for that one. But... I don't know. Stay tuned before the games as well, too, because we will continue to do sticks in the middle. Another mm-hmm. one of our bits as well, too, where we end up feeding you. I'm 0 for 1 so far because uh, okay. I stink because I. Yeah, the Tuchuk pick was. Well, for the Tuchuk pick wasn't me. Oh, I had under. I had Evan Rodriguez to have no points whatsoever. And then I said Kaprizov to score a goal. Yes. When the smart play was for him to get an assist, because in the it was like in the first like two games for cap, he ends up pulling off. He was like. No goals, but like five assists yeah. through like three game twos or whatever. Yeah. Like in he was and he played. Well, sick, I think the only I one goal he had was uh, the overtime goal in yep. LA. His yeah. first season. That's the only one he scored because I remember he just went on a little kind of stagnant. Non, not he was getting assists, just not scoring yeah. goals. And everyone was like, "Well, he can't shoot the puck. Is he going to score goals?" And where yeah. everyone's like, "Oh no, <sighs> we have another passer," which is yeah. the, 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 the 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 Minnesota mantra for they the past. Even five give him four games. They're just like, "Yep, look at this." Yeah. I think it was uh, it was it was a Tenaby on there. He's like, "Yeah, I, I just don't know if he's got the scoring touch. Oh. I think he's passing Ugh. too much." It's like, dude, chill it's out. Five to, games in. To be fair, we had that. Coyle wasn't a shooter. Granlin wasn't a shooter. Koivu wasn't a shooter. We had nothing but passers yeah. for the longest time. And then, oh, uh, why do you think they get balanced in the playoffs? Yeah, year? we didn't yeah. have any scores. So I, I guess I can we could take that take with a little bit of a grain of salt, but yeah, Minnesota Wild. As I said, I think they're gonna come away with uh, two wins here. Thinking back on it, I don't like the fact that I'm saying two wins because yeah. I'm usually a pessimistic person on this pod. Whereas <laughs> you are saying one loss versus LA and then a win versus Columbus is where you can see us. Yeah, but they, but they get the they get the point against uh, LA. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, yeah, great point. Yeah, Since, which. That Minnesota Wild climbing up on the rankings according to your Wild Takes podcast. Um, any other points? Anything you want to get off your chest before we head out for the day? I'm glad we have a weaker schedule to start the season. Yes, because thank God. We are injured. We're battered already. We're a game in, two games in, three games in. Yeah, <laughs> we are battered. And you got to capitalize on these early wins yes. as quick as you can. Is it? Because well, if that's the tough part, is like I want to give out the point. Like you got to get the wins early. But as we saw from uh, the St. Louis Blues Cup run, Stanley Cup eventually winning, as they were the worst team in January yeah. <laughs> and came back. So it's you just put, don't put yourself in a hole. Essentially, yeah, don't give out analytic takes ever because they can bite you and they ask for someone could just hit you with stats oh you can't go into playoffs as the eighth seed la kings win the stanley cup um, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> there's so many like different things like that so don't give out takes at all don't be a company that gives out opinions just state facts minnesota wild win two games and congrats on the big 5-2 win versus montreal canadians ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning into another episode of wild takes we'll be back next week don't know if we got a guest we'll see if we can line one up as well too but we'll be back to your normal schedule uploaded on tuesdays as well too we want to thank you for tuning in make sure you head over to 10k takes mn shop.com um as well to actually that's not even our website go to the 10k takes shop in general and then hopefully if you're at a minnesota wild game send us photos of you guys rocking the merchandise we want to see that stuff and on top of that too meet us at the games we want to drink beers with you we love you thanks for tuning in have a good day